I'm just so proud that I was willing to say no to that this year because I know inevitably I will be at a million dollars within the next three years. So there's no rush. I'm not going to do it in a way that's going to compromise my time and or my other priorities. Welcome to Sincerely Future You, a podcast that helps ambitious women like you make decisions today with the future you in mind. Okay. Hello, Hapsters. Welcome back. It's the new year. Actually, as you're listening to this, I believe we're a ways. We're a couple weeks into the new year, but I am recording this fresh into the new year. We Um, you know, if you have been listening to the podcast, we had a couple of weeks ago, we had our letter to future you webinar and workshop where we all came together and worked on that together. I have had so much positive feedback from you all on that workshop. It was definitely the the best attended workshop we've done eight years of running. Uh, but also really, I think that some of you guys who have been doing it for years are really getting in the hang of it and seeing the magic of doing that work. If you have not, you can go back and listen to that episode on how to write your own letter. I personally believe if you write it at any time in January, it's still worth doing. I know a couple of people told me that last year they had planned to do it, but had the story that, oh, it was January 6th or January 10th. And they felt like, oh, I better just do it next year. No, no, no. Do not miss out on this magic because you're telling yourself a story that's not serving you. Go back, write that letter, even if you haven't yet, and you're listening to this today. Um, And also I wanted in my reflection uh, on the end of the year, I wanted to make sure that I'm being as transparent as possible. That is one of my philosophies in my business always is that as I'm growing, I'm sharing with you guys what's working, what's not working, what I'm going to be doing differently, what experiments have failed, what failures I'm collecting, and really pull back the curtain for you guys so that you can take my fails and put them as just guidance for you. And also success leaves clues, right? There's no need to reinvent the wheel sometimes, but also if I have any high quality questions that led me down a path of, um, you know, major insights or ahas or results, I want to share those high quality questions with you. So I'm going to, with your guys's feedback, be doing more transparency behind the curtains, curtains, episodes. So this episode today, we are going to be deep diving into my 2022 annual review. I know we're already in 2023, but I think it's so important that we do take a moment. And in my case, this took me, you know, probably a week or two to really collect all of the data that I needed um, and write a uh, brief summary of all of the components of my year last year, both business and a hybrid of personal as well. Because as you know, as hapsters, our goal is not to just have a big business, but we want to live a big life with our business being one of the catalysts of that big life and being one of the components of it, but not at the, never at the expense of our life. So I 
released an annual review. So if you're on my email list, you already did get this. You got this annual report on my business. So go and check your inbox if you haven't already seen it. I have been getting, it's the most viewed email of my year, as well as um, the most responses that I've gotten back from you guys saying, oh my God, I love this. Oh my gosh, this is so helpful. Thank you for sharing this. So I, I'm listening to you guys. I'm going to give you guys more and more. And even as I was writing it, I kept being like, oh, there's more I want to say about this, but there's no room on this PDF um, without it turning messy. So I figured I'd do a whole podcast episode diving even deeper, telling you guys even more of the information on what worked and what didn't work and reflecting on that so that hopefully it can help you make more informed decisions as you're growing your business. This is helpful for you, even if revenue-wise you are where I'm at, at the multiple six-figure level, or um, you're scaling and you're not at your first six figures yet, or if you're even further along and you're scaling to a million, there's still a lot of things. I have multiple clients that um, have higher revenues than I do, and still they struggle to find some of the balance and some of the uh, foundational pieces that I have set up early on in my business and my life to make sure that that balance exists for me. Um, So hopefully you can take that away as well. Um, And if you are not on the email list, make sure that you do go. Um, You can easily go to uh, my Instagram bio, uh, what's happening, WJESS, that's W-H-A-T-S-H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G, WJESS, and go to the link in my bio and get on that email list. And you could just DM me and say like, Hey, I want that annual report and I'll send it right over to you. Okay. So let's dive in a bit. 2022 was a major year over here. It was huge and not just, uh, professionally, but personally as well. So I wanted to reflect and make sure I'm even sharing with you guys my mission. Um, so both what's happening my company's mission statement, as well as my personal mission statement. So my mission is to help the company is to help 10,000 women make more money in their business without sacrificing their time and their sanity. My personal mission statement is to make $1 million working three days a week and pursuing play and a big life as an example of what's possible for other big dreamers. Okay, so this is what's in this annual review. Number one, my gross revenue and my breakdown. Number two, some behind the scenes of big life events that happen behind the scenes of the business. Number three, a my 2022 marketing strategy, as well as the numbers that I ended up at at the end of the year. Uh, my cl- some of my clients' results and some of the business statistics that are important to me. This is what I call my practice what you preach section, the part where I'm telling you guys always, you know, um, invest in women owned or, um, you know, there's different areas of money mastery, making sure that you are pursuing all of those. And then of course, uh, acknowledgements, which is all of the people behind the scenes that, without, I would not be where I am today. So let's talk about revenue. Okay. So I ended the year at $188,420 in revenue. Uh, This is kind of like a 
odd year for me because in a lot of ways, I feel like I've made more than this, <laughs> mainly because I have had my high, my highest rolling 12-month revenue at uh, any point of the year was about 214000 maybe a little bit more even. I'm still waiting on some numbers to come in for my bookkeeper, but uh, we made some intentional decisions to uh, freeze taking on one-on-one clients and in transition to keep my uh, group uh, smaller and to not do an extra launch because my real goal of 2022 wasn't just revenue. Of course, my goal was, um, it was 200K was my, my goal. And then my stretch goal was 250K, uh, but never at the expense of time. My biggest goal this year was space. My word of the year was space. And I wanted to make sure that I had more space in my calendar, in my life to make decisions, to rest and recover from having a baby, uh, to transition into being a mom of two, to transition into how I wanted my co-parenting relationship to be. I had so many to transition into how I want to be as a wife. I got remarried this year, um, and, and making sure that that relationship with my husband, you just heard last week, he was on the podcast. Um, and he's just such an important person and priority in my life. And I have had a failed marriage. And so I don't plan to do that again. I really have made so many uh, priority shifts in my life and I want to make sure that they stay that way. And I did that definitely this year. So my gross annual revenue, that number is just a number that reflects a lot of things. And as we go into the next uh, page of this. And you can follow along, like I said, if you uh, receive this in your email inbox, if you're on our email list, you can see what I'm talking about as uh, we're going. Or I can also, yeah, I can just link it. I'll link it in the show notes as well. So that revenue breakdown this year came from uh, one-on-one clients was about 64000 And uh, my happening sessions group made up about 124,000 of that. This is really fun. My goal when I set my plan for the year, January of last year, was to have $100,000 in revenue coming from one on one clients um, and then uh, 150,000 coming from group. So I made about 125,000 coming from group which is very fun and very close to that. And I intentionally decided not to onboard more one-on-one clients during my maternity leave. And I just felt so good about saying no to some of that money. Um, Now, I wanted to break it down even further for you guys because actually what happened is I had a lot of tempting money come in this year and a big win for me this year was saying no to what I call quick money. In 2021, I made 163K and 100% of that revenue was one-on-one. There was a point in the year where I had 21 one-on-one clients at one time, which was actually too many for me, but you don't really know what your capacity is until you kind of bump up against it. And I was willing to do that. And I did that. That was a, you know, a stretched couple of weeks, but then, um, I, I, 
you know, capped myself at about 18 for the year. And that was a very, very great place to be. But I was working a lot of hours. Now my son was newly in in preschool. And so I was working basically every hour that I didn't have my son, including some evening hours. And I knew that 2022, I did not want to do that. And I'm not. Um, so 20, my 2021 growth was increasing my pricing, right? It was as my demand grew, um, I increased my price from 2,500 one-on-one uh, for six months to 5,000 to 6,000 and eventually to 10,000, which is what um, my one-on-one closed out at, on the year this year. Um, and as that demand increased, I wanted to grow that way. Now, 2022 growth was really about space, like I said. So it was moving from 100% revenue in one-on-one clients to 100% group coaching. Now, as I started get, getting to the end of the year, I realized, and I've decided for those of you who are listening, that I am going to continue to keep five one-on-one clients at any given point throughout 2023 because I just love it. I just enjoy it. I'm able to um, get a different uh, skill, flex a different skill and access and work with uh, different women who may not be the perfect fit for happening sessions. Um, so a lot of my one-on-one clients are further ahead in their journey. I do have a handful of one-on-one clients who are, um, you know, C-suite or director levels in corporate, but have an entrepreneurial role and or brain. Um, And so that has been really fun to do. So I'm going to keep that for 2023. Um, So I constrained to those offers and I delayed offers like my advanced group coaching uh, and which will eventually be the Masterful CEO School that will be in a, a more advanced version of happening sessions for those people that have lots of staff. And it will be the natural next step for people who are in happening sessions for maybe a round or two or three and are scaling and are ready for those next level conversations. Um, I I delayed that offer this year, even though I had a multiple people say that they were ready to receive it and they would be willing. And that was about saying no to a quick fifty or $60,000. I just decided I wanted my full focus to be on delivering and selling out happening sessions. And so I am also delaying it for at least the first half of 2023. Uh, I'm going to make sure that this March uh, is and September are completely sold out of happening sessions and that the delivery is just really dialed in. So we're going to be working on that a lot this year uh, so that it just gets better and better and that uh, the clients in that room are getting faster and faster results, which has been happening. We'll talk about that upcoming, but hapsters in September round are just killing it right now. We had such a good uh Q1 focused call. Everyone feels really prepared for Q1 because they've already been setting it up since 2022. So if you, if that doesn't feel like you and you don't feel prepared and for the day, even that you're showing up to until you get there, this is your moment to, to really make a decision about coming and getting in the room and starting to expedite 
and put space in between your decisions so that you have more space for your brain so that you can kind of relax into your business and have more fun in the delivery of it. So go and set up your console. Again, you can do that at sincerelyfutureyou.com. You can set up your, uh, your console or you can DM me on Instagram or you can set up your consult via the Instagram bio. Okay. So I said no to that, uh, opportunity. I said no to a scheduling course that I was considering. I said no to some corporate consulting that I was going to do some coaching for university that reached out, uh, for me to be there their head coach at a university, um, as well as, uh, some collaborations I said no to, and some master classes that people asked me to do. Um, and all of that would have put me well over the $250,000 goal. And this year, I'm just so proud that I was willing to say no to that this year, because I know inevitably I will be at a million dollars within the next three years. So there's no rush. I'm not going to do it in a way that's going to compromise my time and or my other priorities at home. So, and, or the results of my current clients, which is my number one focus. So I focused instead on mastering selling my simple offer via launches, email marketing, and webinars. And I moved away from selling via consults. So this year I didn't really do too many consults. I uh, sold almost everything via email, which was really fun. And I'm still developing that skill. I do still offer consults, um, but it's probably something that after this round or next, I will not be doing. So instead, uh, you will just be able to make the decision on your own of when you're ready. Because I do think that I have a more primed audience of people who just come, you listen to me here on the podcast, you know. And if you have some fear, I don't want to confuse you guys and make you think that if I just answer every single one of your questions, that you'll be more ready because I want you to decide for yourself that you're ready. And that is a skill that, um, in, in self-trust and in CEO level mastery. So it's kind of like, your first test as a halfster is to just make the decision to come and get yourself in the room on your own. So awesome. So that's my revenue breakdown this year with a little bit of some stories behind it. Now, some big life things. Number one, Mari was born halfway through the year, July 6th. This pregnancy was definitely a factor in my plan this year. I suffered major pregnancy, nausea, and depression until January of 2022 and uh, had limited workouts throughout, which is like a big therapy for me. I decided to stop selling for two months of 2021 and focus on my health and delivering to my current clients until Mari arrived at 41 weeks. I took like a week off before she arrived as well to enjoy my family being up in town. She was a week late, which was, you know, um, but, and then, uh, also I took a a paid maternity leave. So I planned a meticulous eight week maternity leave for my group in which I hired some of the world's best certified life coaches through the life coach school and continued happening sessions while being a hundred percent removed from the business. A couple episodes ago, you heard, um, my executive assistant Janelle was on the podcast and we talked about that and that process of handing my entire business over to her and what that took and how we prepared, but 
also just how I self-coached to be able to trust that there are no coaching emergencies and that we had done everything we needed to do and that my clients were going to get results because they were in great hands, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it was also really exciting for my self-concept because I stopped thinking in such a small way of like, I am my business and my clients need me. And I started thinking more like a CEO in which I'm removing myself from every single area of my business and seeing that it can function and results, the same results can still be had even when I'm not there. So it, it started to really dip my toe into what my business will look like a couple of years from now where maybe I'm not the person that's responding to every email or maybe I do have people that are coming on and have the full breadth of understanding of happening sessions and can answer other questions. And maybe we don't stop doing consults, but maybe I'm not the one that does it so that other people can kind of let you in or, you know, I want to eventually hire a chief operating uh officer and a COO and have that person kind of like run the logistics of events. We'd like to do a little more of that. And this, that maternity leave setting that up in 2022 and successfully unplugging and giving myself time off in that way was so powerful. I just really stepped into that future self that, that didn't have to do everything herself. So you want to think about that for your business right now. How can you do like a little test run, whether it's setting your business up for you to go on a vacation and have it still run and have you still get paid or, you know, taking yourself out of your operations one day a week? What is it? Or can you create a passive income stream? These are thinking at that future CEO level self. Third, I had some milestones in terms of awards in March and August. So I received my first, I think actually May and August, I received my first Life Coach School 100K award and I met Brooke in person, Brooke Castillo on stage in Austin, Texas, which was just so, so freaking fun. And I, um, I had been working with the life coach school and I've known Brooke since about 2016 and certified coach since 2020. Uh, and I, I just, it's been, it's been a journey with them. And so to receive an award on stage and actually be in presence of Brooke, it was just so cool. Uh, it's a Tiffany's award. I've got it actually over there. I should have had it in this camera, but I don't have it. <laughs> um, uh, then also I flew to Kentucky for my second round of the 200K Mastermind with Stacey Beeman in January. And I pledged that I was going to be on stage at the next round receiving my 200K award in August. And due to Mari's birth, I had to receive it virtually, but I did it. I virtually walked across the stage and I was actually able to have Mari in my hands with the picture with Stacy with my award as I was giving my speech to all the people that were at the Four Seasons in Orlando from all over the world. And it just felt like such a like an Oscar moment. <laughs> it felt like all of the things that I'd been working towards um, you know, when you meet your future self, I felt like I met her in that moment. And I'm thinking about what 
moment will that be in 2023? And I want you to think about that as well. I also, behind the scenes of this, you're planned a wedding and I planned that in three months. In fact, when we were in the, I was in the cab after getting off, off of the plane in Kentucky for that mastermind in January, we were like, okay, are we doing this? Should we, should we just book this restaurant and like have a wedding? We were like, okay. And that was January, maybe 18th or something. And then we got married April 30th. So crazy. Who does that? And I was also seven months pregnant (laughs) as the baby due date neared Mark and I, we decided we wanted to celebrate our love and we just wanted to do it in a big fiesta. And we did it totally our way. We planned the wedding of our dreams in three months and, um, everyone was there and it was just a blast. Um, actually COVID made it so that some people couldn't be there, but we tied the knot at our favorite restaurant to spring. Then, uh, five, we marked one year in our home. So we spent most of our free time this year. And I say free time because I did have quite a bit of it. I made that time and I scaled back getting rid of, uh, I don't say getting rid of, but like closing out my relationship with a lot of my one-on-one clients, getting down to only five one-on-one clients by the end of the year and uh, doing uh, a lot of DIY and renovations at our home. We finished our sunroom and landscaping. We built our own electric fireplace built into the wall with a custom mantle. And we finished our dream backyard with a lighting and a bar in the backyard, like a tiki bar cold thing with a, a grill deck that Mark built and a fire pit that he built. And we put up a movie projector and a badminton court and just had so much fun in the backyard as we waited for Mari to come. Uh, then Calvin started kindergarten. Calvin moved from his Spanish preschool that he's been in since two into kindergarten. And I just stepped into becoming that mom that I always wanted to be not a mom who was home full time with their kids. Cause that was never my dream, but the mom that had the flexibility in her work schedule to be able to be there for any event that I actually did want to be that all the I can go, I'm going on a field trip in February um, or or in May. I'm going to be in the class in February for a craft. I went on Calvin's birthday and read a book to his class. I'm able to go to all of his concerts. I can pick him up from school. We walk down the street and I can pick him up and be one of those moms. And there's not a single other person there that works that also gets to pick up their kid. And I'm just so proud of that because that was my dream version of my life. It's not for all of you guys by any means, but for me, that's what I wanted. I'm able to go to teacher meetings. And if Calvin is sick, I'm able to be the one that can, can, you know, move things around if need be most of the time, of course. And then I could do play dates and go to all his soccer and t-ball and basketball games. So this year was all about that and all about Calvin. And it was really special. And travel. So uh, because of COVID, Mark and my relationship really kind of started right as COVID started. So we really haven't traveled too much together. We've been to California quite a bit because Mark's a Chargers fan. He used to have season tickets. So um, we were doing that. But other than that, we haven't really been to too many places. Um, And so this year we were able to do a little baby moon in Mexico City, which was great. Uh, And then we also took two family trips over the summer. Once Mari arrived, we went to the Poconos with my family and we went to Cayuga Lake with Mark's family, which we're going to do again this year. 
And then finally giving. So a big life thing this year was we did a lot of in-person successful giving events with, um, our nonprofit, my business owner, uh, my co-business partner, Daphne and I, and actually in 2023, we brought on two other board members onto this, our company, uh, Moguls of Infinite Opportunity, and that is Marnie and Crystal. And we are really going to expand that in a way that we want to, but without overextending ourselves and compromising our own businesses as well. So, so excited to bring on those board members who share our same values in giving. And we we just gave in such a big way last year. It felt aligned. Okay. So now let's talk about 2022 marketing strategies. Okay. So I committed to one year of paid podcast marketing, um, a growth strategy to improve my SEO, add YouTube channel, add podcasts to my emails, um, and write some articles, some of which worked, some of which didn't work. I will say that we came nowhere near my actual goal, um, for my podcast in the downloads that I wanted. But I will also say that I think that I abdicated a lot of responsibility to my team and I really didn't lead that vision as the CEO. And I wasn't constantly thinking of the podcast. I think once I paid for it. I was kind of like, okay, and that's your job now. And so I'm reshifting my strategies this year, but I wanted to share it with you because there's always going to be something in your business that you invest in that you're like, okay, maybe that wasn't the, the right way to go about it or right way, wrong way. It was like, what did you learn from that failure collective? collection. So I'm getting really nitty gritty this month and thinking about what I did learn from what didn't work and what I want to do differently this year. So I'll be sharing that as we go along. But I, my podcast, one of my goals this year is to just get more ears on this podcast. I think that it's just so valuable. And so one of those ways is to have more reviews on the podcast. So if you're listening to this and you've been a longtime listener and you've never left a review, reviews are so huge. They help us get um, recommended in the algorithms. It's really, really huge. And also, of course, it helps give me the feedback of what you guys love to listen to. So if you can take a moment, go over to Apple or to Spotify, uh, specifically Apple is the one that is very helpful for me. And you can go and leave a review. Tell me your favorite episode or tell me what you gained from it. Uh, Give me a little insight and I will shout you out on the podcast. Um, These reviews are so, so important. So yeah, one of my goals this year is to, in 2023, is to have a hundred reviews in the podcast. So um, we ended the re- the year in my stats for this year on the podcast only had five reviews. And when I saw that number, I was like, whoa, what's going on here? I'm obviously not talking about it enough. I do think it's like kind of not that user-friendly, the platform on how to leave a review. Um, but you, you taking that moment, I really, really do appreciate that. Okay. So I, this year I also learned Instagram reels. I mastered selling via copy. So that really is all things email and Instagram. 
um, consults came in via my Instagram bio. So it wasn't just people DMing me. I have a calendar that I set up and that has been so huge. I moved away from Facebook marketing and shifted to have Facebook marketing um, in 2022, really be Facebook, really be a place for just my family and updates on my life there. Um, which is interesting. I think I am going to dabble a little bit more with sharing just some like one-liner insights over there, because I do love that you can share just a sentence rather than, uh, an image and like a whole post. So I'm going to, I'm going to test that over there in 2023, but I didn't do that in 2022. It was my first time using emails to market and sell, which was crazy, um, and very exciting and went from my first launch where I emailed, but didn't sell anyone from email in March. Actually, that might not be true. I think maybe I sold one person via email and then to June selling everyone via email and September as well, which was such a self-concept evolution. It's like, okay, you guys are ready. You know what it is. I just need to tell you when I need to tell you the logistics and come and get yourself in the room. So for this next round of March happening sessions, look out in your email because that is going to be the place where you're going to get all of the details. If you're not on the email list, go and get on the email list. Now, I also moved from MailChimp to Flowdesk in my email and my emails became a little bit more branded and fun and pretty. I ran three different webinars this year, um, which was the first, which was so fun. I think I was intimidated by the word webinar, but actually it's my platform is video uh, marketing. I love to talk with people. I love to be in there and have like a live experience. It feels like performing to me, like my old singer days. So yeah, I really, uh, I really enjoyed doing that. We did a coaching Q and a earlier in the year. Then we did create big results without being busy. And then finally our most successful webinar, we did our eighth annual letter to yourself workshop just a couple of weeks ago. And, um, yeah, about 50 people registered and 20 came on live as well as, uh, um, so many other people told me that they watched the replay and did the letter and gave me feedback from that. So I think it was just so fun. I also did one TikTok. TikTok wasn't, this wasn't the year of TikTok 2022. Um, so then here are some of my stats, uh, for the podcast. I, had an all-time uh, 147 episodes, but in 2022, we released 52 episodes, one a week. Super fun, including my maternity leave, which we batch recorded those episodes and I didn't record for about 12 weeks straight, which was wild and so luxurious. Um, downloads, I ended the year uh, with 7,000 downloads. Actually, I, I think I that was not updated to include the last two weeks, but somewhere around that, um, had five reviews, which wasn't thrilled about, but again, I'm taking ownership over that. We're going to change that for 2023. And then I maintained a five-star rating. So I have 28 ratings and every single one is five-star, which I'm very proud of. Um, because again, since I haven't focused on promoting it, I know that it's just people who are going in and rating it on their own accord. So I appreciate that you guys, you're five star in my hearts too. Um, Instagram, you can look at all these numbers on it. I'm not going to go through all of it, but really most importantly, 
emails, I maintained an open rate of 52.7%, which is so special to me. You guys, you love the emails. You continue to open them. I will continue to make sure that they are quality emails and that I am only giving you guys the best of me in there. I'm going to maintain that for for next year as we grow the subscribership and we start sharing more and more stuff via email. Okay. Client results. This is so fun. I actually put a poll up in my current uh, client's Facebook group that we have that uh, is associated with happening sessions. And I asked them and I, I put a bunch of different results and I said, check all that apply and you can add other ones. And we had you know, over 50 votes and we had so many people just sharing all the things that they created with happening sessions and it brought me to tears. It really was special. So uh, some of the ones that were big highlights were uh, eight people mastered their budget and felt mastery with YNAB. Um, That includes not just this current round of September clients, but also some one-on-one clients as well as the March class of happening sessions. Um, 16 people mastered hapster scheduling. Love it. Uh, six people exceeded their impossible goal. This is huge. Six people set out a goal in the beginning of the year that they were like, this feels impossible, but I'm going to put it down anyway. It feels nowhere near who I am, what I'm capable of. And they exceeded that impossible goal. And I just, I, I wish I could shout these people out by name, but I didn't get their permission beforehand, but you guys know who you are. I'm so proud of you. It's not always a revenue goal. Some of you guys, it was some of you guys, it was being able to do these things with also keeping time. Some of it was project focus. Some of it was being able to, uh, take off for maternity leave, uh, hire people, etc. Booking really big uh, gigs or clients and dream clients, and I'm just so proud. Sixteen people created back end processes and policies through happening sessions. Seventeen people reported gaining emotional calm and self trust as a CEO. Now, all of my clients, I do want to, as a caveat, they create. Uh, deserve full credit for these results. They do all the work, right? Internally and externally. I'm so honored to just be a part of their success as their support team, as their coach. On average this year, Hapsters reported saving 24 plus hours a week after applying this time-saving activities. That's no longer doing things like buffering or being in indulging in indecision or confusion or second guessing or regret um, and instead taking messy action, collecting failures, uh, going out there, creating processes and policies, not saying things like, I don't know. And it saved 24 plus hours that they were otherwise spinning. So crazy. I'm also just proud to report zero people requested refunds and I do have a money back guarantee. So that is always a real possibility. Um, I did. And one thing that I didn't put in this report, but I did have two extenuating circumstances, one in the March class and one in September class of people who were in the round for halfway through and did have personal reasons that they asked to stop. They didn't ask for a refund. They wanted to be a part of it and maybe come back in a future round. But um, I was 
I did decide to discontinue their their payments. They were both on payment plans. And I felt really good about that. One of the things that I like, I typically, that's not a policy of mine that you are allowed to do that. But I always want to remind myself I'm the CEO and I'm a human being. And all of you guys are human beings behind CEOs. There are cases in which I have said, no, I wouldn't do that. But uh, it's usually because I can tell that it's not in service of the person and that person is maybe not digging deep enough to their highest self and they're creating a pattern of not holding themselves accountable. That wasn't the case for these two. So I felt, I felt really good about, um, releasing that 6k or whatever it was towards my revenue goal. It doesn't, it's immaterial to me. And I want to make sure that always my coaching is, helping people in service and that they're showing up. And if they can no longer show up to the calls, that money is, does not feel karmically delightful. Um, so wanted to felt really proud about that. 27 client referrals came from raving hapsters. So thank you guys. As always, even if you're not a client, sometimes I get referrals from people that just listen to the podcast and they're like, Oh my gosh, I don't have a business, but you need to hire Jess. So I appreciate you guys too. And 10 hapsters renewed for two plus rounds of coaching, which means you guys are getting results. 2022 statistics, practice what you preach. All right. So my money practices, I had my bookkeeper. I was like, wouldn't it be so cool if we can uh, show some of the money practices? So where did my money go this year in terms of spending, saving, giving, investing, Um, and so she broke it down for me and gave me the dollar amounts. I don't have the dollar amounts in front of me. I just have the pie chart, but 65% of my money that was earned was reinvested back into the business, which I always say that it's important that you get, keep it at about 50%, no matter how much revenue you're earning. But in the beginning, my my money earned, I reinvested probably a hundred percent of it back in because I think of my business as an asset that is going to grow. It's like if you were growing a tomato plant and you were farming it and the very first like tomato popped up and you ripped it off and you were like, okay, more tomatoes, please. It's like, no, no, no. You need to like let it fully mature and, and grow it in a way that is for its longevity. And so um, if you guys have businesses and you have yet to invest in a coach or in other uh, business practices that are going to help you become a better business owner, you are playing small. I would say like there, you can get to where you want to go without a support team, but it's the slower way. It's the more painful way. And also it's the more expensive way. People think about investing in a coach as like, oh, an expensive investment. And I, every time can tell you, and I've invested tens of thousands of dollars a year in my coaches, it is the cheaper way because I grew so much faster. So when you think of the cost benefit analysis on the return on investment, if you're not thinking about your future self, of course, it's going to seem, uh, expensive to invest, but I know that actually it's the cheaper way to invest now because your return on investment is going to be that much higher. You're missing out on money in your future by not investing. So something to think about. Um, And then I 
have it as 0.3% of my money went to giving, but that was from my business account. So in 2022, I did almost all of my giving from my personal account. 2023, I will have a budget for personal and company giving. So that was exciting to kind of look at. Um, my spending was at about 30% and my saving was about 3.2%. Um, that doesn't include saving for taxes. So of course I saved tens of thousands of dollars that I will owe in taxes. So I actually think that that is a saving skill, but it's not saving in terms of like buffers and saving for future projects for the business. Um, this was my first year with any dedicated business savings. Um, I wanted to save some reserves in case anyone, uh, ever wanted a refund, which I was able to save and have there, didn't have to end up using. Also saved for maternity leave and saved to be able to pay, um, you know, as I elevate Janelle into a bigger position and or bring on any other staff. I'm saving for that starting now. Um, business investments. So of my business investments, all of the software that we use, all of my teams, all of everything, 95% of my investments were in women-owned investments. I think my only non-women-owned uh, tool that I use is Coach Accountable, um, which is male owned, but it's such a good service. I cannot deny it. Um, and in 2021, this ratio was much less. So at more like 70, 30, I think I didn't have the exact numbers, but I know it was nowhere near 95%. So I'm so proud of that. And I'm go. I made a promise to myself looking at this number that I'm always going to maintain at least a 70% women owned investment ratio. And then also finally, um, hours spent coaching per week. So I went from about 24 hours a week that I was coaching, 23, 24 hours to four hours a week coaching. That includes right now, currently I have three one-on-one clients. Um, I will allow it to go up to five. So probably two more will start um, within the next couple of weeks. So I will go up to six hours coaching, one hour in happening sessions, sometimes two every other week we have a focus call. So it'll max be seven hours of coaching a week. Minimum right now, it's currently four. And that shift has allowed me to work more on the business, to focus more on improving the delivery, to have um, more focus on delivering my free content like webinars and uh, these podcast episodes, as well as value adds for the hapsters. I'm always thinking of fun bonuses that I can do. I'm going to have some in-person VIP days, really exciting, fun stuff. So for those of you who like happening sessions, maybe isn't your vibe. Maybe you're just like, I don't know if I want a full, um, you know, weekly six month commitment. Uh, I just want like one day of access and like real coaching and planning out. I'm going to have that be available in 2023. We're going to do a hapster in the hamps, ham, hapsters in the Hamptons one day. I'm going to limit this to max three people, um, but it is going to be just a very, very private, intimate um, experience where we plan out your year and we get really fucking fancy. So fun. Um so yeah, and then finally acknowledgements, and I'm not going to read the whole thing to you here because I'll get weepy and I do um, have to go and Mari is awake and I'm going to go and nurse her, but I really do need to acknowledge Mark, my husband, my biggest supporter, Janelle, my executive assistant, and my right-hand woman, 
Daphne, my business partner and moguls and the whole mogul crew, Natalie, my bookkeeper, all of the maternity leave coaches that made me feel like everyone was in such great hands um, and delivered seamlessly to the hapsters. Uh, the bright sighted podcast crew, which includes Christine and Steve, Celine and Danny throughout various parts of 2022 and, uh, my motherhood support crew. So, uh, my mother-in-law, Margaret, my ex-husband, Dustin and his wife, Amanda, you know, the teachers at Spanish immersion workshop, Miss McGoldrick, if you're listening to this, my son's kindergarten teacher. Oh gosh, I'm so grateful for the humans that help me be the mom I want to be by being trusting that when I'm not with my kids, they're in such great hands because that is so, so important. And if I didn't have that, I know that this comes with like a lot of privilege. You know, my parents are not up here and around to help me out on a daily basis, but they were able to be here for a month this summer. And that was really huge. And I know I don't take that for granted. Um, so if you don't have that, make sure you create your own motherhood support crew. When I first had Calvin, it really was just random people that I synced up with in Long Island that I met through Facebook groups. And that that helped me and ask for help where you need it. That's just my little plug for that. And then also thank you to my coaches, Stacey Bayman, uh, Brooke Castillo. Thank you for being an example of what's possible for women in money and time and for always telling the brutal truth. Um, and my growth has been exponential because of it. And to everyone in 200K and Life Coach School who coached me and sent support, Along the way, I needed those brain tweaks and it helps my clients and they don't even know it. <laughs> and of course, last but not least, to the hapsters. Thank you. Thank you, everyone who listens to this podcast. It is the privilege of my life to be able to deliver these thoughts and these nuggets to you and to be a part of your business growth and your life growth and to be a part of you doing big things. 2023 is about big things, not just for me, but for all you, for you specifically listening right now. Thank you for your continued support of my wild dreams. And I am here to support yours. Have a beautiful day. Hamsters. If you want to learn more about today's topic, head over to what's happening.com forward slash podcast. That's what's happening. W H A T S H A P P Y N I N G.com forward slash podcast. If you're a business owner and you're resonating with what we talk about here, what are you even doing? Come hang out with me over where the party's at on Instagram at what's happening. W Jess. Again, that's happy. H-A-P-P-Y-N-I-N-G and book a discovery call to see if coaching is your next best step.